Hello and welcome to the 42's Rupee Show, the final one of a phenomenal season capped this morning by an historic series win in Australia. A 20 points to 16 victory for Ireland in Sydney seals a 2-1 series win. We're joined on the line from the Allianz Stadium by Murray Kinsler. Murray, have you just about recovered from that frantic test match? Yeah, I've just come up for the post-match kind of press conference stuff. Um, everyone's still reading a little bit. Hasn't quite sunk in for some of the Irish players, but um, understandably a lot of pride. Um, I think they're going to go have a pretty good night now. And even Joe Schmidt said he might not uh, get stuck into his review for a couple of days. So um, good to see the Irish are going to get stuck in and enjoy it. But what a way to end the series. Brilliant test series. You'd almost love it went to five games. I don't know if the players could have given us any more, though. Um, and it came right down to the end. It was so dramatic. Um, tough match report to write because you're <laughs> scrambling until the, the very last second there but uh, yeah outstanding game and, and a really uh, fantastic way to end the season for Ireland yeah I think one of the obviously the dust is kind of beginning to settle on it now but I think one of the big words that's coming out of it is, is character you know Ireland's big players stood up in the big moments and that's essentially what them what got them over the line because they were under the pump for large parts of that second half in particular yeah I mean even if you look at Johnny Sexton he takes a massive hit from Karevi um, and a couple of minutes later, he's up slotting that penalty. It just gives them the, the four-point separation that forces Australia to have to go for that try um, rather than the penalty, which they kind of had gone after uh, relatively recently before that. Um, you look at guys like Tyg Byrne coming off the bench in his second cap, adding a little bit of energy, um, kind of stepping up to the plate with a big carry when Ireland just seemed to be lagging in that department. Jordan Larmer, you're, you're talking about character. There's a guy who saunters onto the pitch at fullback. Um, uh, you know, in what is essentially still his breakthrough season and is a really solid performance. Guys like CJ Sander, Jack Conan delivering massive tackles um, in, in the final passage as well. Um, yeah, it was all about character. Ireland did look to flag a little bit around the 60-minute mark. You kind of feared if the Wallabies can really be accurate and get that pass to stick here, um, Ireland are there for the taking. But, you know, even the, the, the break that Karevi makes through sex and Conor Murray's tracking back to, to make that tackle and then they get good defensive line speed on the next phase and it's a poor pass from Joe Powell to Bernard Foley to miss another chance. So there were loads of little moments like that. But in a performance that wasn't quite perfect from Ireland, yeah, I think you mentioned it, their character and, and just resilience, um, which we've seen throughout the course of what has been an unbelievable season for them. Um, and it came out to, and came to the fore definitely again tonight. Yeah, I know you, you haven't seen a conclusive replay, but that kind of final play when the ball went into touch, obviously the referee decided to, to have a look at it in the TMO. Um, can you kind of describe what it was like in the stadium? Obviously at home, we could see the replays and, and the kind of the communication between the TMO and ref, but it was a, again, it was a nail-biting end to a, a thrilling test match. Yeah, well, it, it was pretty um, divided in, in the stadium. Certainly the Wallabies fans were uh, booing after it. They felt it was a clear kind of knock-on from Stockdale. I can see why you would think that. The ball just kind of and it's changed direction slightly, but that probably happens coming out of the, the, the hands of Bernard Foley as he's under pressure to pass. Um, it, the, the TMO said it wasn't conclusive. I don't think anyone can conclusively say um, that it, there was either a knock-on or, or definitely not. It was very fine margins, and that's what it came down to. There were so many little moments like that. Um, you could argue over the, the yellow cards as well, either way, I think, and, and certainly people seem to be, certainly judging by my Twitter feed, uh, it's very divisive, certainly on a couple of those um, big decisions from the referees, but... I do think Ireland were, were worth their serious success. They responded um, to that physical challenge that was laid down by the, the Wallabies the first day um, and responded really well. They've been accurate since then. It was a kind of uncharacteristically sloppy performance probably in the first test with kind of handling errors and missing breakdowns. Um, and that's always going to be the case when a guy like David Pocock is around. We saw it again tonight. 
two turnovers in two minutes at one stage. One of them probably a little bit dubious, but he's always in that fight. Um, and they have freakish players like Israel Folau. On those restarts, I know he, he ended up getting a yellow card for one of them, but he was such a threat again and, and certainly came into the game a lot more. Um, but I think Ireland are, are further down the line than this Wallabies team. And we saw that just in the cohesion they had at key moments. You look at that mole try, and they'd be dragged down the, the one before and probably felt they should have had a penalty try there. Um, but they just get back together, throw to the tail, really good throw, and really accurate mole just to get over the line and standard touches down. So those key moments I felt Ireland had that composure and that nice cohesion to, to their team. Yeah, I know you've just come out of the press conferences with Joe Schmidt and Michael Checa. What did Conor Schmidt have to say? Because thankfully the result went Ireland's way and there won't be too much talk about you know the, their delayed arrival with the bus being late. But what was Conor Schmidt's overriding emotion after the game? Because on Sky Sports, certainly there seems to be a bit of emotion in, in the way he was speaking and he went through all the backroom staff thanking them for their individual efforts throughout the course of the season. So what was he kind of saying post-match? Yeah, well, he had the exact timings on the bus and the delay uh, <laughs> down to a tee. An extra 13 minutes or so, uh, he, he said. He's usually pretty accurate with, with his comments, even when he adds in that or, or so. But, um, no, he's, he's, he's pleased with that character, you know. There's so many things that he can pick out and probably will when they get into review next time they're in camp in, in August um, for them to improve on, even how they um, kind of bounce back from moments where they had a chance to, to relieve the pressure. He spoke about that one where Conor Murray... Uh, get, gets on the ball after being ahead of Jacob Stockdale and how they can manage those little moments but really he, he's got to look at this team and see a lot of upside a lot of further opportunity to, to actually improve even though they've achieved so much this season I think that will be the, the ambition of this group especially when you've got young guys like James Ryan and, and Dan Levy to come back in and, and you've also got a, a group of players like Sean O'Brien Reese Roddock Josh van der Fleer, who weren't involved at all um, and are, are, are now back in pre-season with Leinster and, and kind of eager to get their chance. So Schmidt is certainly very positive about what's to come. Uh, he's already talking about November there, you know, that, that first game against Italy in Chicago um, and the opportunity there. But I think in his mind, the World Cup, even though he won't talk about it, will certainly be looming. And with that in mind, this, this series has been really important. They've come down um, to the Southern Hemisphere, first time since 1979 here, obviously, um, and also they've got into this kind of cup final situation which they spoke about uh, and they've come out the other side despite being on the ropes a little bit at times so he's definitely definitely very positive and, and certainly I think he'll take a bit of pride in this uh, achievement Yeah, before we let you go Mary because I know they're closing up the stadium behind you it's actually been demolished yeah. isn't it in, in October so I think if you stay there any longer you could be part of that but just before we let you go just you mentioned World Cup there and the, and the stepping stone this was a hugely significant series in that sense um, bit of squad rotation throughout the series from Schmidt so he got, an, he got a closer look at a couple of different players um, and building on obviously phenomenal season you know it's good things really positive you know groundwork now heading into November yeah they're in a, they're in a really positive place um, there's uh, there, there's been good de squad development on this tour Joey Carberry obviously got game time Ty Byrne is now a real squad option showing that he's capable at this level Larmer has more experience um, and then there's other guys we've mentioned a couple of the more experienced guys to come in there and um, there's guys like Will Addison coming over to Ulster who was in camp in, in Melbourne uh, Dave Kilcoyne was in for a day as well. He'll push for, for that loose head spot as well again. Um, and there's there's loads of reasons to be positive about uh, a, a squad that will keep a lot of those kind of core key players like Sexton and Murray all the way through, as well as um, adding maybe a couple more elements or getting certainly a bit more experience in a couple of positions. I think the concern really still is the nine position. And behind Conor Murray, obviously, you've got the, the best scrum half arguably in the world there. Uh, but the gap is is pretty big behind him. And 
and there's no real clear pecking order. He's, he's moved between a couple of guys. Marmion would probably be the, the number two at the moment, um, but I think there needs to be a little bit more international experience in that depth chart, um, and that's certainly a challenge for Schmidt. Maybe in November to get a start there. You know, he wasn't going to leave Murray out of this final decisive test if they'd been two 0 up, two 0 down. He said probably would have changed something there and given someone a chance, but that probably for him is a, is a challenge. And and just adding to guys like Ty Byrne and and giving them more exposure and, and more experience to 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 add a bit of um, you know, well, that experience going into a World Cup, which is absolutely huge. But they're certainly in a very strong position. What a season for Irish rugby. Um, and it's exciting to to think after a couple, a couple of weeks' break for the players what they can go on and achieve uh, in the future. Yeah, some season, as you said, have been able to kind of pick a highlight. I know it's only the dust is beginning to settle on it, but kind of can you look can you look back yet and, and kind of pick out a, a big moment or a big highlight for from yourself personally? Yeah, I think the most enjoyable Irish performance of the season was was probably in Twickenham. They saved the yeah. best for last in that, that Grand Slam. Um, I thought it was a really dominant performance against an English team that had been a dominant force really for for the 25 tests or whatever before when they were uh, steamrolling everyone. And that's been a bit of a downturn from them. They haven't really recovered from that. Um, I do think looking forward though, it'll be interesting to see where South Africa go in the next year because you know, you're looking at that as a potential quarterfinal for Ireland in the World Cup. Um, and England, I do think they have, they have enough depth and quality to, to bounce back. Uh, whether that's with Eddie Jones or not, we'll, we'll find out. But um, yeah, in terms of highlights, that, that Twickenham match was exceptional. But this series has been right up there. I think the quality of the rugby and just the entertainment factor has been exceptional. Both teams have really tried to play a lot of rugby. Um, and it's been a great way to, to end a brilliant season. Yeah, absolutely. Murray, safe home anyway. We'll catch you soon. Thanks, thanks very much, Ryan. Thanks for joining us, as always. And thank you for joining us throughout the course of the season. It's been some season. We hope you've enjoyed our coverage here on The 42. And until next time, goodbye.